I'm so sorry. I'm just having a little laugh to myself on this Sunday night where I'm just so exhausted from the it's excruciatingly busy weekend of just lying in bed all day watching Desperate Housewives. Hi, everybody. Happy Monday. We're almost at the end of March or almost on April. And as we all know, President T extended our self-quarantine, social distancing, uh, whatnot matters till the end of April. So I guess we have another, have another month of staying home and just, you know, getting some R&R and working and staying happy and healthy and clean, which I hope everybody out there is. Um, and yeah, but I was just laughing because of my first story, which I'm going to get to in a moment. But hi, everybody. I'm Andrew DeVitri, uh, the mistress of pop culture. I bring you all things pop culture. So occasionally I dip into politics, but as of late, it's been mostly pop culture stories, which is kind of crazy given the circumstances and the fact that there hasn't been that much going on in the world of celebrity pop culture because everybody's inside. Everybody's hiding from Just Jared. Everybody's hiding from E. Everybody's hiding from Perez. Everybody's hiding from everything. So including myself, um, except when I go out to go groceries and go for, you know, a little bit of a, a walk to get some fresh air because I need fresh air, you know, just to sustain my health health and, you know, keep the lungs pumping. Speaking of fresh air, I saw a really funny meme on Instagram today. Especially Lucy Hale posted this. Uh, so shout out to Lucia, who I love, by the way, her show Katie Keene is so good on the CW. Um, but it was a, it was in her story on Instagram. I'm actually going to read it to you right now because I'm on Instagram right now. I'm multitasking, which I know I shouldn't do. I should be focusing on just, you know, podcasting. So this is what her story says. It's a little meme by somebody named Jordan Dakota that says, now I know why dogs get so excited to go for walks, which I just think is so so smart, so just innovative in these times of self-quarantine and self-isolation. Um, but yeah, literally dogs crave going outside and they get so excited and you say, let's go for a walk, let's go for a walk, when now I'm literally getting dressed in the morning to go outside and get you know my coffee because that's literally all I can do except for you know when I go somewhere really remote to go for a walk and get some fresh air. I guess I now understand it. Now once this whole quarantine is lifted, I'm going to take my dog out every hour of every day because that's that's what I yearn for. I miss it. I miss the fresh air, which is just crazy. But I guess apparently now the air is dangerous given the fact that this is all airborne. But you know what? I'm going to try to not talk so much about the coronavirus because many of my stories as of late have been sort of centered around that, rightly so. But, um, you know, I just want to be positive and talk about, you know, some other funny things like James Charles and his Twitter beef and how funny he is. And I literally love James Charles. I, I first discovered him when he was in his... Um, you know, war of uh, war of the words with Tati Westbrook, fellow YouTuber, fellow uh, makeup guru, guruess, um, and I just love the the beauty blogger world, uh, the YouTube world of drama. Um, but I remember when I was first introduced to James Charles, <clears throat> actually almost a year ago, I was I, I did a story on him and um, everything that was going on with Tati and. It was actually one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. It was so funny. I actually listened to it the other the other day because I'm one of those people. It's much like, it's much like actors, you know, when you film something. A lot of actors can't watch themselves on the screen, and that's how I sort of feel when I podcast. It's like I cannot listen to myself because I don't want to listen to myself. But then when I do, I, I you know I have a, a cocktail, I sit down, and I play an episode, and I'm literally in hysterics laughing because like I'm so entertained by myself. I'm wildly entertaining. Um, but as I was listening to that episode the other day, because it came up because I sort of just picked one at random, and I was loving it. I was laughing. I was actually driving on the highway to go to a grocery store that was a bit far from where I live because I sort of you know want to go outside of my area because there's you know less people and whatnot. I also find that driving is really cathartic in these times of distress. Uh, but anyways, speaking of James Charles, our first story is going to have to do with him. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to think about if I did anything else exciting this weekend. No, not really. I got a Blue Apron delivery, which is really exciting. Shout out to Blue Apron. I love them. I got a delicious um, chicken, 
chicken dish with pita and orzo rice and then uh, some shrimp with a spicy red sauce, which was absolutely just delicious. I'm not a cook, so I brought the ingredients to a friend's house while I dropped them off and then I left and then he made all the food for me and then he gave it to me because I'm not much of a cook myself, but Blue Apron. I just love their ingredients. They're so fresh. They're so healthy. I'm um, very filling, and you know, I I try not to go to the grocery store that often because obviously, you know, given the circumstances. But I never was a big fan of the grocery store before. I usually would just go to get paper towels and whatnot. Um, and no, I'm not a big fan of Costco and whatnot because I like I don't like buying things in bulk. Um, but fun fact, I actually just ordered a huge bulk of toilet paper because I literally every hour of every day I've been checking Amazon for toilet paper deliveries. And of course, nothing's ever. It always just currently unavailable, which I totally understand because it's me against like seven billion other people trying to get toilet paper off of Amazon. So I finally found a box and I ordered it. So that was just like, you know, that's the first time I've ever ordered something in bulk. Um, usually just order like a pack at a time because I'm just, you know, an individual single living by myself. I'm just a single gal. Um, let me think what else did I do? I just relaxed, you know, watched a lot of Desperate Housewives. And I just started season three. Love it. I, I'm so sad that Al- Alfie Woodard is no longer on the show, but she was so good. It's Betty Applewhite. And I'm just living for Marsha Cross because, you know, I am just an OCD housewife who literally just yearns to have red hair. I was thinking about doing something interesting with my hair because I know that I can't get a haircut for like another three to four weeks, which is just crazy. Um, so I tried like trimming the back of my hair, like where the hairline is on my neck because it's getting a little out of control and I usually get my hair cut. I'm one of those people that likes to keep a really clean cut. I know I'm getting into the story really quick. Um, I'm one of those people that gets a haircut every like eight days because I like to keep a really clean, tight, like zero fade, but my barber is closed, much like, you know, many other barbers. Um, I just can't wait to get like cut all my hair off. So, all right, you know what? Let's just, um, let's get into our first story of the day. Um, because you know what? It's a, it's a great story. It's a fun story. And, um, I was literally laughing. So without further ado, everybody, the ministers of pop culture, Andrew DeVitri, myself, I present to you our first story of the day by E! News. James Charles and drag race star Trinity, quote, the talk, Taylor, get into heated Twitter feud. Now, I just love a Twitter feud. I specifically love a Twitter feud that doesn't have to do with our president, um, our commander in chief, because that's unnecessary. And like, he was throwing some crazy shade today at Meghan and Harry saying that the USA is not going to foot the bill for their security. And I was just like, President T, um, I think we should foot the bill because literally it's an honor that Meghan and Harry are coming back to our, were our country. It's an honor that they're, you know, uh, giving up their titles as royals to be like common folk here in LA and President T I just think it'd be really generous of you the fact that you have trillions of dollars for a stimulus plan which like I don't know what it's going to do or who it's going to help but like I feel like you could use some of that to like flip Meghan and Harry's security bill because quite honestly if I ever run into the supermarket and they don't have security I'm going to like run up to them take a selfie with them and they're probably going to be like who the hell is this I'm going to be like Ugh, whatever um so I say all that to say that's a story later but anyways let's get into this um Trinity truck and Trinity truck Trinity talk and James Charles story so once again James Charles and drag race star Trinity the talk Taylor into heated Twitter feud. RuPaul's Drag Race all-star winner, Trinity the Talk. I keep wanting to say Trinity the Truck. <clears throat> you know why? Because I literally am on Hulu watching um, uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon, and there's obviously trucks that turn into, like, robots. Um, it's quite an interesting movie. I love the Transformers movies, by the way, specifically the first one with Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox when we first learned who Megan Fox was. But fun fact about Megan Fox, I actually knew who she was when she did um, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen with Lindsay Lohan back in the day with Carol Kane, who was the teacher, and Megan Fox was the villain. She was just so beautiful. And if you guys knew, and I'm sure many of you know this too, but Megan Fox before Transformers and before um, Confessions of a Teenage Confessions of a Shopaholic Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen was in Holiday in the Sun with Mary Kane Ashley. She played she played Brianna Wallace at the, um, that gorgeous hotel in the Bahamas, the um, Atlantis. Oh, she was so good. She was such a good villainess. I love Megan Fox, and she's like obviously gorgeous. And she's married to the most handsome guy ever, Brian Austin Green, who by the way is on Desperate Housewives, but he was in the original Nine Hundred Two and Oh, he's such a babe. <coughs> oh, excuse me. 
I just finished dinner, and I'm like, my, I had a little cheese. I had Amy's, um, those little pizza bites. <clears throat> and I'm not supposed to have dairy because it obviously clogs up my larynx. And, you know, as a singer, I, you know, I know how, what to eat and what not to eat before I, um, you know, am recording. But you know what? I just didn't even give an F because we're all in self-isolation, and I don't even know what to do with myself aside from eat. Okay, so here we go. Let's read this again. You guys, I go off on a lot of tangents, by the way, because I just have so much to say, and there's, you know, so many thoughts come, you know, to my mind when I'm doing this, so without further ado. Okay, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star winner, Trinity the Talk Taylor, wants James Charles to, quote, sashay away. Ooh, that's so funny. On Saturday, excuse me, a feud between the two ignited on Twitter, and it was a throwdown no one expected, but it was a throwdown that, like, we all needed, because, like, literally, I just need some shade. Um, it all started with the tweet Charles posted that afternoon, which many, including the famous drag queen, found offensive and insensitive in light of the go- ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Quote, tested positive for having a fat ass, the 20-year-old beauty guru wrote with an accompanying sad slash crying emoji. It didn't take long for Trinity to call out James with a snarky and cheeky response. Quote, fat ass girl who diagnosed you, Helen Keller. Oh, oh the shade. <clears throat> uh, the drag race alum replied. Then the back and forth between the duo ensued. <clears throat> Quote, Damn, she must have mistook the lumpy silicone in your face as a braille, as braille, instead of reading my actual test results, Shane responded, my mistake, speaking of mistakes, how's your crown? <laughs> the shade. Trinity commented, aw, girl, that's cute, keep reading, doll, another one who tried to break in people's lines at DragCon to meet you and ask if you could ship me free product, my tucking panty, for, like, a post, but girl, do you, that ass sure looks dot 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 dot. Free? Where? You were my favorite queens, and I was ready for a fun back. I was funny. For, I was ready for a fun read back, but this was weak. James replied alongside a screenshot of the DMs he sent RuPaul. Drag Race All Star winner Trinity wrote back that she remembered James quote asking a person at one of the DragCon conventions quote No, nah, I need it for Coachella, and I haven't been a DragCon in over a year. If you're gonna read me, at least. Come correct, the 20-year-old remarked, quote, not sure why you're taking this so seriously. I actually enjoy your work and thought the initial tweet was playful. Wishing you the best, red heart. Um, the back and forth appeared to end there. As the beauty community knows, this isn't the first time James hasn't been involved in some drama. Oh, James is just so controversial, by the way. I love him. That's why I literally, I love the drama between him, him, him. <laughs> this is a, this is like, I'm literally stir cabin crazy because i don't even know how to speak anymore i i forget what it's like to communicate with people i've only been communicating with myself my friends via um facetime and skype and what is that app called um zoom and also house party speaking of house party i'm gonna get into that in a second but to, to finish it all up last year he found himself in one of the biggest feuds ever with former best friend and fellow youtube colleague tati westbrook a very public drama between the two went down in may and it was all anyone could talk about throughout the year however james opened up about the about the toll it took on his mental health quote uh, I am not mentally in a place where I want to be, he told Paper Magazine during a candid interview back in November. Actually, I actually didn't know about this. Um, what's even harder to swallow is that it's been six months since all the drama happened. I thought by this time I'd be completely good, back to normal, if you will, and that's not the case. Um, well, I get it. We're all a little bit on edge. We're all a little hypersensitive right now, so, you know, maybe he just... But it is kind of... I mean, here's the thing. This is, and I literally was having this conversation with somebody the other day because I saw something on Facebook, which, by the way, I literally have to stop going on Facebook because everybody they're expressing, everybody that's expressing their honest opinions about everything, I just can't even handle it anymore. It's like, pipe down, please. Um, if you have nothing nice to say, nothing nice to say, then don't say it at all, which is literally how I feel. So, you know, I'm sure this will blow over, but James Charles, I'm just glad that you're in the headlines again. I, li- I literally miss reading about you. I think you're so funny. I think you're so entertaining, and I'm literally the biggest fan ever. I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of Tati. I'm a fan of... Um, 
Jeffrey. I'm a fan of Patrick. I'm a fan of Kylie's YouTube channel. I'm a fan of Terry Hatcher's YouTube channel. I'm just a fan of everybody's YouTube channel. I've literally had nothing but time to watch content um, because that's literally what I have to do for my job. So I'm loving loving it, in the words of uh, Ross Geller from Friends. Um, so actually, let me think. Oh, yeah, this is what I was going to talk about. Then I'm going to get into our next story, um, House Party. So House Party is an app that literally it's so fun. You just communicate with friends you can play games and there's like different themes of friends you can uh, different themes of uh, games to play friends like there's heads up you can do a game of thrones sort of theme or a pretty little liars theme um and i love it it's so much fun and it's uh it's like literally every time somebody logs on it notifies me so i was like i have to turn these damn notifications off because half my phone notifications were so and so as join the house is in the house um but it's really fun so shout out to house party for literally being so relevant at this time i didn't i don't know if this was an app before the whole uh self-isolation uh social distancing situation happened what are we calling it social distancing or self-isolation i don't even know but the fact that we're gonna you know be doing this for another whole month just i mean it's great because it's you know we're all gonna be safe and you know that's the whole point of this thing is to stop being all around to stop being around each other so much but i do wonder because like uh, I live in Los Angeles, as I said many a time, and literally going out in West Hollywood is literally so much fun. But, like, everybody's within, like, an inch of each other because, like, it's West Hollywood. It's, it's like, you know, a very concentrated area of people partying and all the nightclubs and all the restaurants are sort of in one area on Santa Monica Boulevard. So I do wonder, once this is all done, said and done, I wonder if people are going to be so much more cautious about it or if literally everybody's going to be like me going like stir crazy and have cabin fever that i'm just gonna like crave like jumping in a mosh pit of people and just breathing people's air i don't think i'm gonna go that far but i'm gonna probably just want to be around people so much i've never craved being around people more often more so now than i have because i am definitely introvert and i love being by myself but i also literally crave like communication with people i like just want to run into someone at the grocery store which i do but like you know you can't you have to like stand like literally now when you go to the grocery store and also at all like coffee houses there's tape on the ground which is six feet away from like the next person like you can't even stand next to them it's just crazy and i'm like all i want to do is like some someone just breathe on me okay but like don't breathe on me okay so our next story of the day um i don't know if you guys are fans of either of these two people but i literally am a huge fan which is why i'm going to talk about them lily james and matt smith cinderella herself and um the duke of edinburgh on uh the crown spotted together three months after sparking split rumors um i'm like the biggest fan of lily james ever because when she was in cinderella the disney version 2015 with kate blanchett as a stepmother and helena bottom carter as the queen it was directed by kenneth Branagh. it's literally one of the best uh i guess interpretations of the film ever i became obsessed with her and i know she was on downton, a- downton abbey prior to that film but i never saw it and that's Smith, i'm like literally in love with him and he's just so handsome and he was so good on the crown and him he's just like such a stellar actor him and claire for i just i can't even handle it you guys should watch the crown on netflix i know maybe two more seasons left they're filming the current season now and then uh, they have one more season after that with imalda santon who will always and forever be professor umbridge from harry potter um and the order of the phoenix to me but literally she's going to be so great as queen eve okay um this is from e news too are sparks flying again between Lily James and Matt Smith? On Sunday, the baby driver actress and the 37-year-old British star were spotted taking an afternoon walk, which marked the first time they'd been together since fueling breakup rumors in December. Well, now, actually, what's so great about this photo is that they look like they're not staying next to each other, which is great, you know, social distance. But um, he's, like, looking at her like she's a piece of steak, and she's just, like, not having it. So I love it. In photographs, the dynamic duo seem to be in good spirits with each other. One image captured Lily... Um, smiling as the crown actor was caught eyeing his leading lady literally he's like licking his lips like like i just said that she's a piece of steak however uh they appeared to keep their distance during the outdoor walk but it's unclear if that was due to the fact that people are currently practicing social distancing amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic or if they're just like living their best lives um for the outing the two kept low-key and casual for their afternoon stroll with cinderella 
um, star stayed warm with her long gray plaid coat, khaki pants, and red beanie. Matt also opted for something cozy. He's wearing all black. He looks so handsome. Back in December, the two, the two sparked a breakup rumors after they hadn't been seen together for quite some time. I'm going to end the article here because literally I'm going to say this. I did not even know they were a couple. That's like so great that they're so incognito and so hush-hush about the relationship. Like the paparazzi in the press are always just after me too. Like I can't, I totally understand like wanting to like, you know, dial down, you know, the romance and the outings and, you know, the public appearances. Like who just wants that? Not me. Although like I secretly crave it. I do wonder if the paparazzi is out of business these days because stars just aren't out around town anymore. Like nobody's going out to restaurants. Nobody's out on the beaches. I just wonder what the paparazzi is doing with their time. They're probably just like, you know, bored out of their mind or they're like, I don't know, are they, are they sneaking up canyons in LA trying to find these people's houses to take secret photos? I have no idea, but it's a great time for to be a celebrity, I guess, right now, because like, nobody's bothering you. You can just go out incognito and literally nobody know where you are, unless you're one of those people who tips off the paparazzi, which I probably would be one of those people, but you know what? To each their own. Okay. Um, our next story of the day, story number three, <gasps> um, is from page six. It actually does have to do with coronavirus, um, but you know what? That's like, fine. A royal footman reportedly tests positive for coronavirus. Now, this is just horrifying because anybody that is near the queen, um, her majesty, the queen, is literally just has to be perfect and in perfect health because we don't want anything happening to her. She's just the best and she's a, a real staple and she's the next best thing to Diana, the late great Princess Di, because obviously the one and only Diana is no longer with us, but the queen, you know, is like second tier to her. Like, I love Diana. I was a huge fan. To me, she was number one. Um, but, you know, we'll take the queen. I'm just kidding. I love the queen. Okay. A royal footman who is in regular contact with Queen Elizabeth II has tested positive for coronavirus, according to a report. Uh, the positive test is just the latest alarm for the royal household, with the Buckingham Palace staffer reportedly becoming infected while the Queen was there, and even Prince Charles 71 testing positive for the potentially deadly bug. Quote, everyone is terrified, not just for themselves, but also for the Queen and the Duke. Um, a royal source told the son of the 93-year-old monarch and her husband, Prince Philip, who turns 99 in June. Can you believe that? 99? He better make it to 100. Um, there is a palpable sense of fear in the air at the moment. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh have been holed up in Windsor Castle during the pandemic. Buckingham Palace insisted the son, insisted to the son that the Queen remains in good health. The report didn't state where the infected footman was stationed when he tested positive. He is now in self-isolation. The UK paper stated his duties included taking drinks and meals to the Queen, in, uh, introducing guests, handing her messages, and walking her beloved dogs. A corgi and uh, Duchamp crossbreed named Vulcan and Candy. The Sun said, quote, The whole thing is now becoming incredibly serious and somewhat scary, the royal source told the paper. Everyone is wondering... Who's next and what's next? Okay, um, that's the end of the article. I don't think anybody should wonder who's next because long live the queen, okay? She's going to live. She's going to, you know, she, I hope she's one of those lucky people who's just asymptomatic or no symptomatic um, for, for that matter. I hope she just literally is one of those people who has a stellar kick-ass uh, immune system and just, just doesn't affect her. You know, quite honestly, I hope it doesn't affect any more people, but specifically the queen because she's such a fixture in pop culture and she's just honestly the best thing ever. And I mean, I don't know if, um, I mean, obviously uh, Harry, not Harry, um, William, will be king and Kate will be queen, which would just be amazing. I hope William and Kate are in really good spirits and really healthy with their um, three gorgeous kids. Um, but yeah, I just don't think we're ready to say goodbye to her. So you know what? We're not going to say goodbye to her. So everybody, please say a prayer to Her Majesty the Queen and His Majesty, not the Queen, the Duke. Um, and I, I hope that the footman recovers. And it's it's really hard because when you're staffed for anyone, anyone who's staffed, you're, everybody's at risk. Especially like when I, I think about this every time I go to the grocery store and I look at the incredible people who are there working their booties off. Um, I just think about how brave they are just doing their damn thing. You know, there's, they don't even look like they're worried. They're just bagging groceries, checking people out, spraying down all the machinery. They're, they're our frontline heroes. Um, so I just honestly, you know, bless them. And, you know, all we can do is 
pray for their health. Um, okay, now I have a little bit more time. So let me see if there's any other things I want to recap before I uh, put a pin in it, as Valerie Cherish says from the comeback. Um, let's see here. I'm on E. I'm on TMZ. Hmm. There's some LA-based stories, but I don't want to read them to you. That's kind of funny. There's a strip club that's, like, literally, like, shut down, please. Um, please hold wire calls being connected. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. Um, but lots of news about the prez. Um, oh, I have one. Hmm. Let me see where this story is. It's, like, a few days old. It's about Lady Gaga. <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna... Hold on one sec. Let me see. Okay, Lady Gaga. This is, has to do with her dad and her dad's restaurant. And there's a little bit of, um... It's a little bit of an outrage going on because I guess her dad was asking for money and Lady Gaga is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's sort of the, jack, the, the you know, crux of the story. But let me see if I can find it here. Oh, Lady Gaga. Why is it not coming up? I'm sorry, you guys. I literally don't even know why. I'm just L-A-D-Y. My computer is just so slow because all I've been doing is watching movies and downloading stuff. Excuse me, to stream. Um, oh, here we go. Okay. Did they take... Oh, my God. They took the story down. All right. Well, anyways, basically, the story was that her dad, I guess, owns a restaurant in New York, and he was asked... He set up a GoFundMe page, um, hoping that people would donate money for his staff to keep his staff afloat during the pandemic, but he got... I guess there was a lot of controversy because everybody was like, your daughter's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and her daughter... her Lady Gaga, I guess, allegedly is an investor in the restaurant, but then the the, um, the GoFundMe page was taken down. So who knows what happens behind the behind the scenes, but you know, Lady Gaga is probably like, um, I can write a check to like help all these people out. But I guess he's trying to raise fifty thousand um, dollars, which I don't know. I guess he's a wealthy man too because Lady Gaga said many times that she grew up very affluent in in New York. Uh, so yeah, but that's pretty much all I had. I don't know where the, where that story is. I don't know why. T- oh, TMZ posted it. I might have been looking on page six. Yeah. Anyways, all right, everybody. I um, hope you all had a great weekend. Um, we're all in this together. I hope everybody has a great Monday, too. You're all probably at home working, much like myself. Um, but thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, Castro, you know, anywhere a podcast play. And um, thanks so much. And I'll be at you tomorrow on Tuesday. All right. Bye, everyone. Take care.